welcome to another edition of the Cardinals Car- Chronicles. I almost said Cardinal Nation, but it's not Cardinal Nation. It's Cardinals Chronicles podcast slash video diaries because we have diaries here. Ooh. We're video we have, diaries now. And we have pillow fights. Anyways. I forgot my pillow. <laughs> well, we can use your mini mouse backpack. Uh, I am Logan Stone and with me is my co-host Josh Edwards. Josh, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, had a good Memorial Day weekend, you know, for uh, what the holiday is. Spent a little time reflecting on uh, those who have served our country and, and gave us the ultimate sacrifice and spent a little time with the family. So that was good. How was yours? Uh, mine was good. Uh, um, yeah, mine was good. That's all I'll say. Uh, sorry, we didn't have a show on Sunday. That was my fault. Uh, I was too busy reflecting. That's where I'll end it. Anyways, uh, before I get too red. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I don't think you can get any redder than me, but I'm naturally pink, so. Uh, yeah. It, anyways, um, we had a good week of Cardinals. And I say it like that because I can't remember. Uh, we are 7-10 and 10 in the last 10. Um, and we are, let's see, 1, 2, Wait, one, two, three, four, four and four and two in the last week, or four and three if you don't count it, uh, if you count last Tuesday, but we talked about that loss. So, um, uh, we played the Brewers and we, uh, no, we're not done with the Padres series, are we? No, we still no, have, we a have a game tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Um, so we've taken the series against the Padres. That's a big uh, win. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We split the series with the Brewers. Um, Again. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that in a second. But let's go ahead and get into uh, the series with the Brewers. Uh, Cardinals go into game one and lose 4-3 to the Brewers. Uh, Wainwright took the loss. Uh, Lauer got the win. Goldschmidt hit a home run. We'll talk about him a little bit later. I'm positive. Um. Yeah. Uh, anything about that game? Game one? Uh, no, game one. Well, disappointing. Um, you know, I, I don't think Wayno had a real bad outing. Um, obviously, he wasn't on his top of his A game, but I, I don't think he pitched super poorly. Uh, just, it was a rough loss. I mean, a 4-3 loss is always a, a tough one to lose. Um, yeah. Losing Cardinals, by one run, so. Cardinals never had the win or the lead, so that was a little bit. Um, they tied it in the bottom of the first. With uh, I think it was I think it was Goldie's no it wasn't Goldie uh, hit the home run in the seventh but yeah it was just never uh, they never had the lead which is a disappointment and just having Lauer um, who I'd never heard of pitch like he was Cy Young was kind of a sad moment but that was about it um, then uh, Cardinals took game two, beat Woodruff, who's actually not having a good year. I was super surprised by that. He has a 474 ERA. Um, Verhagen got the win. Um, Goldschmidt hit a home run uh, in the seventh or the third? In the third against Woodruff. He's had so many, I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, Dakota Hudson uh, pitched really well again. Um, Four and, four and two thirds, but uh, I'm allowed five hits, but he didn't give up a run. 
He has four walks, needs to get that down, but three, three strikeouts. Um, Verhagen has kind of stepped up, and I kind of like that. He only pitched one, a third, though, and he got the win. <laughs> that's so sometimes weird. That's all it takes sometimes. Yeah, I know. That's so weird. Um, and then Cardinals destroyed the Brewers 8-3 on Saturday. Um, yep. Libertor got the win. Uh, Real good outing. Yeah. Uh, Gorman got his first home run. Uh, Goldschmidt got <laughs> Goldschmidt got a home run his uh, third and three games. Um, Libertor went five innings, two, only allowed two hits, three walks, six strikeouts. Uh, might be worth keeping around. <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and talk about this right now. But uh, so Dallas Keuchel got uh, released by the well DFA'd by the White Sox, and everyone was like. Oh, we could get him. What's the risk? What's the, I mean, there's no risks involved. And I'm like, why do we want Dallas Keuchel? I mean, he's not doing well with the White Sox. And we have this Libertor guy. We have um, Zach Thompson, who's doing well too. Um, we got some other guys that we, I mean, Verhagen, maybe even. Uh, I, but I think they just want to keep him in the bullpen. Hicks is going to go back into the bullpen, but. I mean, I like Libertor. I like Angel Rendon. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of want to. I don't think we need to get a starting pitcher. I think we need bullpen, if anything. But uh, we can get into that in a little bit. But I don't. I don't want Dallas Keuchel. Do you want Dallas Keuchel? No, not particularly. I mean, unless it works out the way I've heard it works out, where because he gets DFA'd and clears waivers, they have to pay his whole salary, and he, we only have to pay him the league minimum. I mean, if that's really how it works out, then I don't see the harm of bringing him in and seeing maybe if pitching against the NL is going to be better off for him. I don't, yeah. I don't see it being like a John Lester or a Jay Happ situation from last year. But having another experienced arm, even if he can chew up innings and not allow more than three or four runs in a start, I don't see necessarily how it could hurt. But I don't think it's an absolute need we need right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of iffy on the situation. I, I need to look a little bit more into how all that works. So yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you at the same time. No, I don't think we need him. But yeah. uh, you know, we're not knowing what's going on with Flaherty. How much longer he's going to be out? Is Libertor going to be able to continue to pitch this way? Is Dakota Hudson going to be able to pitch this way? Like, let's be honest about Hudson. He's pitching well at home. Like he's done. I think he's done 17 scoreless innings at home but he's not chewing up innings. I mean, he's, every time he gets on the mound, we're burning up bullpen. That, that's, that's my only real concern. Um, I don't know if Keiko would be much better, but for cheap money, for somebody who's got the background he has, maybe he can recatch fire for a half season. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in limbo on him, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, uh, I wanted him back in 2019. Um, before he signed with the Braves, and then before he signed with the White Sox, I wanted him. Um, but it's not that I just I don't think I don't think he's a good player. I I think he's a fine player. I think if he had a change of scenery, had a good defense behind him, because he's not really a strikeout pitcher. Um, nope. And he he needs a good defense. So I think having the Cardinals defense behind him would work. But I also think. 
I just don't see really a need for him. Now, I, I do agree with you. You know, we don't know about Jack Flaherty's future. I, we, Hudson is kind of still iffy, even though he's been pitching pretty well. And I don't want to, for what he has just gone through. If, um, right. Yeah. Um, Tommy John. Yeah, Tommy John. Um, Jordan Hicks, obviously, is out of the, um, he's out of the starting rotation. But yeah, I just I think I want to give Libertor and Angel Rendon another uh, more of a chance um, before I just go out and start dumpster diving again because it hasn't really worked out um, lately. And not saying he's a dumpster dive. I just I don't I don't want to pick up DFA players and then be like, oh yeah, this is going to be our savior here. But anyways. Um, that's all I wanted to talk about was uh, Keiko right there, but uh, Cardinals won eight, three Libertor. Amazing. Uh, kind of funny how he kind of gets roughed off by the pirates. And then his first game at Bush stadium against uh, the division rivals, who was first, who has a pretty good offense or not a pretty good, but or a, a better offense than the pirates, obviously. Um, and they, and he shuts them out basically. Um the two runs came in the ninth against uh, McFarland. McFarland. Um, and the one run before that came from Woodward, uh, Woodford. So that's good. Um, I'm very excited about Libertor. Uh, I don't know when he pitches again, but um, I'm excited. And then game four, uh, Brewers, I mean, Corbin Burns was on another level. Uh, Guy's uh, a machine. He's... I mean, he proved he's he's shown the he showed why he's uh, number one Cy Young favorite this year, which I I didn't know that, but uh, yeah, he is. Um, yeah, he's he uh, shut them out. Goldschmidt got a four, uh, game hit, but yeah, that was uh, Cardinals put out the B team. I said earlier um, on that day on Sunday and. That was, uh, I mean, I think they kind of expected to get shut out. Not not get shut out, but lose the game against Corbin Burns. Um, so that was a little disappointing. But, I mean, hey, he's Cy Young for a reason. He won the Cy Young last year. He's going to, he might win the Cy Young this year if he keeps going the way he's going. Um, and then we go into the, or uh, what do you think of the Brewers series before we get into the Padres series? I mean, I'll take the split considering the pitching they have. Yeah. Um, I I don't like the eight nothing blowout for the at the end of this series. Um, yeah. I would prefer that to be a much closer game. Again, um, it was who pitched that game? Was that uh, Michaelis? Michaelis went five and two Michaelis. thirds, nine hits, six yeah. runs. Six that's strikeouts. that's disappointing to see from him. Yeah. But you know, it happens. You're gonna have a bad game the 162 game season perfect the whole game when I saw the starting lineup come out I I kind of wrote the game off as much as I was excited to watch that game as soon as I saw what we had on the field I was like oh yeah okay um they know what they're going up like much like what you said they know what they're going up against uh, they're going to give the guys a day off rest and, and I think that was a smart move to some Probably. extent with the three games of the Padres then we got a five game set with Chicago this week with a doubleheader in there it, it, this next 10 days is going to be grueling for the Cardinals. 
So, and it's what they have five games in Chicago on the road, and then I can't remember where they go next. They're on the road. So, uh, give me one second, I'll do it. I'll look yeah, it I figured you would. Uh, but I, I, I get it. It's the same it, as a fan. I don't like it. As I would assume that we can call ourselves some kind of analyst at this point. I understand the move yeah. um, by Marmol, but um, the boyhood fan of me wants to go out and win every single game. And, and you can't always strategize like that when you got the schedule you're up against. Yeah. So I'll take the split. I'm happy with the split. That means they don't have a tiebreaker on us for right now because uh, we split both series with them. So that just makes every series we have with Milwaukee the rest of the way that much more important. Yeah. Um, they play five games against the Cubs, get a day off, play the Rays, and then the Reds and Pirates at home, and then get another day off before they go to Fenway. Um, which I didn't even know they went. They were going to Fenway this year, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, not good so, news for Albert. Oh yeah, he's not gonna. Yeah, he's not gonna <laughs> play. He's gonna end up hitting the green monster yeah. if he ends up getting the bat. Yeah. Um, so this is my thing about the Brewers series. You know, they lose game one. Okay, they win game two and three. Great, love it. Um, Against a team that is, I think we're still two and a half in front of them or behind them, three games behind them. Um, you have to go out and grind every day. I understand that you're looking at the future in the next week. You're looking at the Padres series that you have to win. You're looking at the uh, Cubs series that you have to win. But I don't really... I think you had to you have to play Milwaukee with all of your guys. I know it I know it sounds like I just it doesn't sound right to be especially when they are the ones that you have to be worried about the entire year. Um we may be able to make that make that ground up. I think we only well we have uh a couple more series with them. Let's see, we play them again in June. We have a four-game series with them. Um, July, we don't play them. August, we play them in a three-game series, so that's seven games so far. Um, September, two-game series, so nine games right there. Oh, wait, there's another uh, two right there, so that's 11. Um, and then, yeah, that's it. So we have 11 more games with them and that's it. And I think. Gotta win six. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, I think you just gotta put up more of a fight instead of just surrendering before the game even starts on Sunday. If you're getting blown out eight, nothing in the fourth inning, fine. Go ahead and rest Arenado. Go ahead and rest your other guys. Go ahead and rest Albert, Goldie, and all those guys. I get that. But, I mean, you got to you gotta put a little bit more effort, and I, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, so really. I, I – go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were finished. No, go ahead. I am pretty much finished. No, I was just going to say I, I completely agree with you, and I think if we would have lost the second or third game, yeah, I would. think you would have seen all the artillery out for game four. Yeah. I, I feel like, again, just 
just a talking head here. I feel like just because they got the split this other in the season, knowing what they had left against Milwaukee, I think they're playing the 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 long ball. And, yeah. and like I said, I don't like it either, but I, I understand it from – but I think you make some great points there. I mean, yeah, we need to go and win every game against Milwaukee because that's the team we got to compete against to get the division because there is no guarantee we're going to get a wild card spot. Yeah. Now, we should in the division we play in. And with as bad as the East has been, we yeah. should end up with a spot and get a chance to play. But nothing, nothing's for sure and nothing is, is guaranteed. So I think you're right. I do 100% think you're right. I'm just – yeah. Trying to be the homer and justify the decision. No, I, I understand. I I think as of right now we have the. Oh man, we don't have the. Uh, we have the wild card. We have the second wild card spot. Um, behind, uh, San Diego. But, um, yeah, I don't know why we have a double header with the Cubs already though. Do you know? We have two of them letter like that. So both five-game series we have with Chicago, they both have a doubleheader. Yeah, I don't know. If I recall correctly. Yeah, and we have one with the um, Pirates. I think we have a five-game series with the Pirates, too. I was looking. Um, Yeah, that's just weird to me. Because, I mean, we've already made up all the games that got rained out. So I don't know. I guess I have no idea. I have no idea. But um, Have you ever seen a five-game set? That wasn't a makeup games because I can't recall one. I yeah I can't I can't think of just a normal like five game series. I I don't think I've ever seen it. I mean I love the idea of okay so I've never seen it but I kind of like the idea of it because it, it especially if you put it over a weekend you do you know a Thursday game a Friday game a doubleheader on Saturday and a Sunday game. What baseball fan for Cardinals and Cubs isn't going to want to buy tickets to that and sell out? Like yeah. Chicago is going to make so much money at the baseball field <laughs> yeah. this weekend. It's not even going to be funny. Especially with those double, double header games. Cause typically like some of those guys who get tickets for the first game can go over to the second game. Yeah. Um, sometimes I don't, I don't know if that's always the case, but I know that sometimes they do that. But um, I mean, I would, I would love to go see 18 innings of Cardinals versus Cubs. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about the money they'll make off the beer and the hot dogs and the and the nachos and everything in between the games. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Cubs fans we know like to drink a lot and get drunk and be their stupid selves, but I mean, Cardinal fans too. I mean, we we get drunk too. We have a we have our own tap, uh, our tap uh, right next door in Budweiser. So, but um, anyways, (laughs) I I. I'm actually rooting for the Cubs tonight because they were playing the Brewers. I think the I think the Brewers won. Yeah. But um, last I saw, the Cubs were down seven to six. They I tied think it. That was the seventh they, inning. They tied it in the seventh. Um, anyways, uh, oh, they won today. So, so we might have made up a game. Good job, we Cubs. We love you, Cubs fans. You still suck, but whatever. Um, so that's the Brewers series. Um, we're still in the middle of the uh, Padres series. Uh, Goldschmidt got another home run, I'm pretty sure. I'm just going to guess. Yep, he got a home run. Oh, Gorman got a home run yesterday. Um, let's see. Naughton, uh, it was a bullpen game. Naughton went two innings. Uh, Palante got the win. He went three and a third. 
uh, gave up five hits, one run, five strikeouts. Uh, Gallegos, Cabrera, Helsley, good job. Um, is – oh, there's Machado. Machado had five at-bats, one hit, one RBI, two strikeouts. Um, they're keeping Machado at bay, which is a good thing because Machado is one of the hotter hitters right now. Um, him and Goldschmidt have been just on fire. So uh, it's nice to see them keeping Machado at bay. Um, game two just ended. Uh, Cardinals were up two by, I'm guessing, oh, no, not a home run by Goldschmidt. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, it was a double by Goldschmidt and a sack fly by Albert. Uh, Grisham tied it in the eighth with Gallegos. Uh, pitching Gallegos is becoming a problem and that's sad and scary to hear because he's been one of the most consistent guys in the last three years Um, but then Albert uh, came in Edmund stole third on the scariest steal I've ever seen in my life Um, gosh and then Albert uh, beautiful yeah Albert brought him in I'm gonna say I don't know why they went after Albert um, I get that he hit the ball to the to the outfielder, but uh, Edmund, they should have gone after Edmund, I think, uh, in the walk-off. I run. think Edmund started, Edmund started on second to start the 10th. No, no, no. I mean, I, I'm talking about when they walked it off. Oh. They should have, cra- they should have gone after gotcha. Edmund and not Albert. Um the Padres are a bunch of pussies for walking uh, Goldie. I was like, come on, do it. Do it. Just just go after him. <laughs> I was you like, Goldie's about to. to hit. Yeah, Goldie's a walk. I, I think that has to hurt so many pitchers when they intentionally walk a guy. They're like, I don't want to intentionally walk him, but the manager's like, intentionally walk him. <laughs> and Walk him now. Yeah. I mean, Goldie's been hot lately. I mean... He's been a little I, bit hot. Yeah, it's not what you said yesterday. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> say what I I'll say what I said yesterday. Uh, no, yeah. you don't need to say it. You can edit it. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. I'll I'll put the PG third uh, the PG rating down. I said you were gonna have to start measuring uh, Goldie's hotness at the plate by uh, Kelvin because he's just too hot for any of that that regular baseball. Uh, statistics i mean his may has been amazing um and he he got in the record books tonight i don't know if you caught that yeah most extra base hits in a month by uh yeah by cardinal um yep, so that's, 23 yeah and uh musial of course had the uh had the record at 22 um so that's offensive um i no longer like goldschmidt because he's destroying our history Actually, it was Musial and Pools were sharing the record. Oh, that yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I knew that because I think Carpenter, Carpenter was getting close with like twenty one, and I remember they were talking about um, they were talking about approaching that Devils thing. They've been talking about that for years. They've been wanting that thing to be broken. Um, but good job, Goldie. Um, all of your your couple of home runs and all that were good enough this uh, month. 
Um, oh man, got a heart attack right there. Uh, let's see. Like I said, they are, what are they? Seven and three in their last 10. Um, so yeah, they're, they're playing better baseball. They're beating good teams and then kind of being iffy on mediocre teams, which is kind of weird. Um, talk a little bit so I can uh, do the counts real quick. Awesome. So um, one thing we didn't mention about tonight's game is new bar gunned down. I think it was pro far going home in the 10th inning. Uh, he took a ball out there to left field and he came up and just gunned him down at home plate. Yachty with the good clean tag, you us out of the top of the 10th, um, which led to the Cardinals getting to come to the plate and get the W tonight. Back to um, Libertor. I'm super impressed with his last last start. I think he looked really, really good. He looks like he's finding some confidence out there on the mound. And I'm sure – I mean, I never made it to the show, and I got nervous in Little League pitching. So I'm sure that first game was a little bit rattling for him, even even though it was against the Pirates. He came out and really showed he's got some value, and, and he showed that his stuff plays well. Uh, against good teams uh, when he in his last start against Milwaukee. I'm sure he'll get a start against Chicago, um, out in Chicago. I'm expecting him to dominate in that start, considering that the Cubs just aren't – the Cubs are lesser than I was hoping they would be this year, unfortunately. So I'm hoping he comes out and has a really, really good game when he plays uh, and takes the mound there. He doesn't have to deal with uh, their rookie sensation. Uh, Suzuki, I believe is his name. Seiya Suzuki. The Seiya Suzuki. Thank you so much. Um, he's on the 10 day IL right now. He got put on today or yesterday, so we don't have to worry about him this weekend. Unfortunately, it means we don't get to see him until later in the year. I think the Cubs come to town on my birthday weekend, actually. So, um, that's probably when we'll see him as long as his IL stand doesn't get stretched out. I need Michaelis to have a bounce back against Chicago. Um, but let's not jump as Chicago. Let's still focus. We got a game tomorrow against the Padres. I believe Hudson is pitching tomorrow. He's been really, really good at home recently. So even if he goes five innings and doesn't give up any runs, you know, he gives us a chance to win that game tomorrow. I'm sure Hosmer's going to be back in lineup for the Padres tomorrow too. I don't know. I don't have any indication or any idea who – Holly might sit tomorrow. I'm guessing that Gorman's going to be back in the game, but Sosa played a really good game tonight. Defensively, he had a clutch hit in the game, so they may keep Edmund at second and play Sosa at short. I'll be interested to see the lineup tomorrow. They're saying that uh, Tyler O'Neill is getting on the getting to be back. Um, they were hoping that he was going to start a rehab assignment already, but Holly said today that um, he's not quite – his throwing isn't quite where they expected it to be, so they're pushing that back a little bit. So that's a little bit of a concern for me, but we're winning games right now. Um, the, the platooning of left field is working out for the team, so I'm not super worried about Tyler coming back. They say he was crushing the ball. They say Carlson will be back soon, and what Danny Mack said on the broadcast early in the evening, if you missed the game, was that it looks like Dylan is just crushing the ball in BP. Granted, it's BP, not live pitch, like real live pitching. But if he's getting his eye back and he's keeping his rhythm, I think that'll uh, that'll speak volumes when he comes back. 
and give us a little bit more pop in the lineup. And we'll be right back after these messages. Thank you for the recap. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. You're so uh, cheesy. I know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with all that. But, um, yeah, so we are going to review the month that was baseball with the Cardinals. Um, so... They went, they played 29 games. They went 17 and 12. Above 500. Good job, guys. Um, some of the teams they played, they probably shouldn't have lost. Um, they lost the game to the Royals, won a, ser- won a uh, split a series with the Giants, uh, lost a series to the Orioles. Uh, Beat the Giants in a series. Um, so, uh, lost the series to the Mets. One, uh, swept the Pirates, split the Blue Jays, split the Brewers, and uh, beat the Padres. Uh, so, good job, Cardinals. 17 and 12. Not great, but... I'll take it. Yeah, not the worst thing. Uh, so... So, we're going to go over every starting pitcher. Well, not every starting pitcher, but the top three because we don't have really – I'm not going to do Jordan Hicks. We all know he sucks at starting. Okay, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> at starting. We don't like his starting per, uh, pitching. Let's clarify this for everybody. Yeah. Too. We both like Hicks. Yeah, we, we like think he Hicks. has value, just not on the bump to start the game. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Matt's, Wainwright, and Michaelis. Uh, I'm going to start off with Matt's. I don't think – he uh, – Played in four games uh, in May. He has a 5.95 ERA. Um, gosh, doesn't show his wins. That's bullshit. He didn't have any. Ooh, look at that. He had a 6.24 FIP. Um, so there's that. Um. How many uh, innings did he pitch? I don't know. It's not even showing me that. What a stupid, stupid thing this is. I it's hate baseball this. reference letting you down. No, it's uh, fan graphs. Fan graphs, you fucked up. Okay. Um, Swear jar. Fuck. I mean, damn. that's too. Fuck. I mean, We're trying to be. You've done so well. We're trying to be better today. I I had a dream and I was like, ah, okay. I'm good. Actually, I am going to be full transparency. I had a weird week last week. It was the weirdest week I've ever had in my life. I I saw dead people, uh, ex girlfriend I did not want to see. Anyways, it was it was some weird stuff. Um, so I was like, I gotta I gotta figure this stuff out. So I took three gummies. I'm only supposed to take one, and I was messed up. But I figured out all the stuff. But while I was um, going through my hippie transition, um, I I was like, you know what? I gotta. We probably should calm down on the swearing. Logan, you gotta try at least a little bit. Anyways, so there's that. So if you hear me swear, Josh is gonna try to keep me wholesome. 
Ooh, wholesome. Yeah, wholesome. You, you got to say wholesome like wholesome. Like you got to really wholesome. say it from the throat. Wholesome. Like a Jew. I'm part Jewish, so I can say that. Yes, you can. I can't. I was thinking more like Ahmed. Yeah, Ahmed. So I got taught. So my my roommate in college, his name was Ahmed. Um, he corrected me on how to say it, and I had to put the Ahmed into it. So I said it correctly. Yeah. Super cool dude. Super super cool guy. Um, had a lot of fun with him. But um, yeah, that was the one thing I really really got from was working on pronunciation. Yeah. Um. So back to uh, Stephen Matz. Um, his wife is apparently in a Christian band. Good job. My dad was very excited about that. I was like, cool. Um, he had, so he's kind of under the spotlight a little bit more because he just signed a four year, $44 million contract. Um, what do you think of his month so far? I think it's hard to judge considering his last appearance. He threw four pitches and got pulled and has been out ever since. Um, he, Mats has like a good game, then has a not good game, then has a good game, then has a not good game. I need consistency out of a $10 million a year guy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, much like um, not to kick out to other sports, but. Like Justin Falk, when he first came over to the Blues, it was the first year after they won the Stanley Cup. He was supposed to be this awesome, awesome hockey player. And he's even a shell of what he was when he was in Carolina. Fast forward two years. He's easily one of our most valuable D-men. Uh, so I'm trying to give Matt the benefit of the doubt. New city, um, everything he had to do to get his family moved out here. The adaptation period. If I don't see him start seeing consistency from him by July, um, we'll just say the All-Star break to be more on track with a point, a date and time, then I'm going to be worried. Now, we need to see how he comes out of this injury, however severe it is. Um, I haven't seen a clear, real clear report on how bad it is. I think I heard it was an oblique strain or something along those lines. Correct me if I'm wrong, please, because I've seen so many injury reports, I can't remember who's got what. But – I need to see more consistency out of a guy we're paying $10 million a year. When he is on, he looks fantastic. When he's off, ooh, it's rough. Yeah, I. it's no secret. Look at that. I moved it with my foot because um, I wanted to recline. Uh, um, I was, I've not been the biggest Steve Matz fan, and there's that. So I hold him in a higher regard because I think of all the guys that we could have gotten instead of him and the guy that we get did get. I believe with my whole entire heart that if Steven, um, if the Cardinals were in the same position and we were not facing a lockout, we would not have gotten Steven Matz. We would have gotten Marcus Stroman. We would have gotten somebody else, somebody better. And, yes, I will say better. Okay, Steven Matz is not a good pitcher. He does well with Blue Jays because they have, like, an amazing pitching coach. Yes, the pitching coach does not actually throw the balls and strikes, but the pitching coach is really good over there. So, anyways, that's why Robbie Ray won the uh, uh, Cy Young last year. 
people. Do so. me a favor real quick. Yeah. Go to your baseball reference genius page and look up Stroman for this year. Yeah, yeah. He's not having a good season this year either, but still. Fine. You want me to just say just pick a different pitcher that you're going to compare him to because Matt and Stroman are pitching about the same quality right now. Pretty much. Okay, fine. Verlander. How about Clayton Kershaw? How about Clayton Kershaw, huh? You just wanted to dunk on me there. I, I opened the door for it. It's all right. We could have we, we could have gotten them. Now Verlander, no. he probably Verlander. Verlander. You, we weren't gonna pay him for that kind of money they, for a one or two year contract. They probably weren't gonna pay him after his um Connor John surgery, but he's just been amazing. Clayton Kershaw probably yeah. wasn't gonna come to the Cardinals, but still. Um Kevin Gossman. I mean he, I, I don't remember what his contract was, but he, I mean, he could have, he would have fit right, really nicely in Cardinals, uh, in that Cardinal red. Absolutely. And I, I don't think he cost that much. Um, well, now I'm Yeah, I think he's fairly cheap. And when you look at the class of pitchers he's around, I think he, he's on the cheaper side. I think he's still a little bit of a price tag, but I know they mentioned his price tag when we played against him and he was pitching. I just can't remember what it was. Five year, one hundred and ten million dollars. There it is. Um. So what is that? Uh, five years divided by twenty two. Look at that, right in my head. Mama said I wasn't Space so smart. Math. Shut up. Um. Nothing is basic with me. Anyways. Uh. But so yeah, I think I think Stephen Matz is under a lot more pressure than any, any of the other guys because he's such. He was not our first pick. I'll say that. He, I doubt he was even the Cardinals' first pick, and I'm. I will go. I will stick with that to my grave, just like I will stick with. Cardinals should have gone to the World Series in 2012, and if they had the replay back then, we would have gone. Sixth inning, game four, Cardinals were leading against the stupid Giants. John Jay makes a great catch but they ruled it that it hit the ground before he caught it. I don't know if you remember that, but it haunts me to this day. Cardinals would have definitely destroyed the uh, Tigers just like they did in 2006. But uh, Stephen Matz, do better. Uh, let's see. Adam Wainwright, he had four games this season uh, in May. Uh, he had a 216 ERA. Wow. Um, he has a 196 batting average against him, so that's good. Um, allowed 18 hits in. Oh, I wish it would say how many. Oh my gosh, I gotta find a better uh split. I mean, he went at least 22 innings. Yeah, and this obviously isn't going to include tonight, right? Probably not. So, um, yeah, good job. That's uh, better than I expected. Yeah, but Wayno, even he's not being 100% consistent. I mean, he'll throw one game where he's lights out, looks vintage Wayno, and then next game he looks like an aged Wayno. And I'll take an aged Wayno over half the other pitchers and probably more than half the other pitchers in the league. So don't get me wrong and don't twist what I'm saying. We have a um, Wayno hater over here. 
No, I love Bueno. Old Uncle Charlie. Um, I, I wish I love Bueno, so I'm not going to talk bad about him. Um, but obviously, his age seems to show at times. This is where I wonder if we should do a six-man rotation just to give him an extra day of rest. But is that extra day of rest going to throw him off? Because he is very much about the process and staying in the routine. I would still take him on a day where he is 80% of himself and can still go five, six innings and, and keep the run count to three or less. So I can't complain about Wayno. I just – I would like to see the seven, eight, nine strikeouts every time he goes to the mound. But no pitcher does that every time they go to the mound, so I should stop complaining. Yeah, um, six-man rotation always scares me because you're not only affecting Wayno, you're affecting the other six, uh, five guys. So that right, he's getting paid seventeen million this year. Why? Reunion tour, baby. Not look at what Yachty's getting paid. Ten million, I think. I think so. Yeah, but I mean, you have to pay them at least a certain amount because they're veterans. So, but anyways, Adam Wainwright and Wayno and Wayno threw over two hundred innings last year. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So I give Wayno a thumbs up in May. Let's do that. I give thumbs up, medium, down. Okay. Uh, Miles Michaelis. Let's see. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't have the splits out. Son of a bitch. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Should I have told you that? This is going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. You enjoy it. Oh, my gosh. You owe me six bucks right now. Fangraphs sucks. I hate Fangraphs. I hope Fangraphs dies in a hole. Man, that's harsh. It is, but I can't cuss, so I'm just wishing ill will to Fangraphs. Uh, he pitched in five games, uh, 377 ERA, has a .256 batting average against him, um, allowed 31 hits, 13 home runs. Michael has started off pretty great for the Cardinals. Um, but he's kind of drifted off, gone back to his Michaelisms. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say he's gone that far downhill, but he just oh Cincinnati upset Boston tonight. I'm willing to bet. I haven't looked at it. I promise I haven't. I'm willing to bet he has more walks than he does strikeouts. Let's see. He has eight walks. 22 strikeouts. Son of a bitch. So I'll say you're so far off on that one. I, he's, I, had, he's had, I think, two bad games total all season. Okay. Well, and then his most recent one was a bad one. So that's why yeah. it resonates so bad. Yeah. There's a three. Uh, uh, what's up? I think he's throwing the third most innings in the NL as a starter right now. Um, third 60, or fourth. 60 innings pitched already. So, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I mean, he's chewing up innings. He's typically going out there and having a quality start. He had a bad last game. 
267 ERA, 340 FIP on the season. Um, my nephew just joined chat, Snapchat and he's pretty filthy. Anyways, um, so he friended me. Anyways, um, so what do you give his May? I give it a eh. I give a thumbs up. He He's the workhorse for us right now. He's the one chewing up innings. He's not making our bullpen work nearly as hard as everybody else outside of Wayno. Um, I give it to him because of the wear and tear he's taking right now. I'm going to say if Michael Miles Michaelis were to end up winning the Cy Young this year, I would still want to trade him next year. Well, yeah, because he gets one good year and then two bad years. Yeah. I'd still be like, oh, hey, we have a Cy Young Award winner here. You can have him. Yeah, but I'll take him. He's due for a good year. I'll take it. Yeah. I just, I really don't like Michaelis. Um, okay, Giovanni Gallegos. Ooh, trade him. I'm not there yet, but um, he's going to need to shape. Really? You're, you're there? Yeah. Just, just because of his season this so far. I mean, I feel like I'm there right now with him. Um, he was so dependable the last couple of seasons. I don't know what's happened to him. He's using the same glove. He's got the same haircut. So, I mean, for all those superstitious people, it doesn't look like he's changed anything. He's just either they figured him out, or he's missing his mark. I, I can't trust him. He cannot be in my quote-unquote circle of trust out of the bullpen right now. And if I can't trust you out of the bullpen, I don't want you. So I ju- I'm, I'm looking at his stats right now as you're talking. You may have to eat a little bit of crow. I probably will here. He's pitching 11 games. Okay. And I found the innings pitched. He's pitching 10 innings, 10 and two-thirds. He's got a .84 ERA. Is that including tonight? Because he gave him two runs tonight. Probably, probably not. So it's probably about a one-ish, one-two. Okay. Um, Still pretty good. A 184 batting uh, batting average against him. A 192 FIP. A .84 WHIP. 286 bad So maybe we're just seeing like it's just kind of one of those weird things where in clutch situations he's not doing really well for us. But in like like in other games he's doing really well. It's, it's kind of I weird. I mean that could be it too, but I feel like every time he's on the mound, he gets brought in and he gets put on the mound and the, and the game's real close. And maybe it's not every time. Maybe it's two out of the last four or five times I've I've get, got to see him play. I just feel like he's always giving it up. Now his stats, <clears throat> his stats say otherwise. And you know, I know you're the stats guy, and I'm the eye test guy. So this is where I'm going to lose this one. But by the eye test, he just doesn't look the same. So he frustrates no. me because I feel like I've gotten so spoiled with yeah. him being such a count on guy the last couple of years that this year I'm just, I'm frustrated with him. I love sure. his glove. 
so let's see. Let's look at him. Um, he's 0-2 on the season, but sometimes that's not always his fault. Right. Um, which actually that is – I think that is actually his fault because he's a reliever, not a starter. So never mind. I retract that last part. No, yeah, you're right. You're, you are correct. Um, eight saves on the year, 18 games, 17 innings pitched. Um, he's got a 3.06 ERA, a 2.17 FIP. 06 war or 0.6 war, which I don't care about the war, but um, some people do. Um, so it's he's not been horrible. It's just whenever he gives up a hit, it's a long ball. So, um, yeah, anything else on uh, Gallegos? No. No. Okay. I'm no. not gonna do I'm not gonna do the whole bullpen. I'm just gonna do Gallegos and uh Helsley and then we can just grab the whole ones as because you know we're spending a lot more time on this than we should. Um Helsley, well son of a biscuit eater. Um I hate how many he's a boost. What? Elsley's a beast this year. Oh, yeah. He's been awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm loving Helsley. Like, he is in my circle of trust. When he goes to the mound, I don't even worry about it. It's not like he strikes everybody out, but he seems dependable and he's reliable. You typically know what you're going to get out of him when he gets on the bump. I love Helsley right now. So let's see. He's pitched in nine games, 11, point, 11 and a third innings pitched. He has a .79 ERA. He gave up a run. So sad. We were talking about the last episode that he uh, he was doing a, having a better season than Hater. Josh Hater. Uh, 137 FIP. Um, I give him a thumbs up, obviously. Um, you can... Any, uh, I know you said he's a beast, but yeah, good job. Um, yeah, he's been amazing for us. I forgot how good he is for the Cardinals because he was injured a lot last year. The year before that, he was kind of there, but um, yeah, good job. Um, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. I haven't looked at his stats yet, but I'm I'm thinking I'm going to give him a thumbs down, right? No. In your dreams. This is going to be interesting. Uh, In 26 games this uh, in the month of May, he had 101 at bats, 41 hits, um, 10 home runs, which actually seems low. Um, 32 32 uh, RBIs, 12 walks. No intentional walks except for tonight. A 406 batting average. Good uh, Lord. Yeah. A 1.287 OPS, an 8.22 slugging, a 4.85 on base percentage, a 2.55 uh, runs created plus. Um, yeah, he's been a little bit on a tear. Um, he's, he's the hottest guy in uh, May. Uh, it's not even close. 
Um, he should get player of the month in there. Yeah, he should. I, and then I we don't... have back-to-back players of the month. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, it's kind of – it's really nice. Uh, I mean, we didn't say it last year, but um, Cardinal fans were saying how great it's going to be to have uh, Arenado and Goldschmidt just in the same lineup because whenever one goes down, the other one's going to be able to fill it up or uh, step up. And Goldie's been stepping up pretty well. Um, that bad, I guess, is just really doing wonders for him. So I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, so do you give him a thumbs up? You said before the uh, podcast, you said you didn't like him. You wanted to trade him away. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> would you would you trade uh, Paul Goldschmidt for Mike Trout and Shohei Otani? Can Mike Trout play first? I think they are training him to play first. I don't think he's actually played a game at first yet, though. But he I mean, would probably. You probably, yeah. I, I think I would. I, mean, I, I think it would actually be easier to. Uh, but you're getting Shohei, who's a starter, also a starting pitcher. Right, that's why I'm like, I, mean, I guess I would. And then pools, yeah. And he can play center. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we need a center fielder. <laughs> this will be the fight tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It will be a fight. It's coming up when we get to center field. Uh, second baseman, Tommy Edmond, 27 games. We have uh, one home run, a 270 batting average, um, 336 on base percentage, 723 OPS um, on the month. Good job. Only one home run, though. Which is actually one more. Okay, than how I, many home runs he gets? Yeah, I don't care either. I was actually surprised by one the, his one home run, um, but yeah, good. Uh, I, he's doing what his bat may may not be as good as it was in April, which is fine. But I mean, he plays a really good shortstop, um, second baseman technically. Uh, so I'm glad that we like him. Now. Can we cover this real quick, though? Yeah. I know yeah. a lot of people out there have their doubts about his arm going to shortstop. I've seen enough plays already. There ain't no freaking problem with his arm from shortstop. He can make all the throws. He can make all the plays. As soon as Gorman can get his defense cleaned up, because I, now we've seen he's been a little exposed with a couple errors yeah. and a couple miscues. As soon as Gorman gets that cleaned up, our infield's set. Yeah. And I mean set. Yeah. I'm – I I don't understand why people talk. I don't know why people were worried. They're like, oh, he can't throw. He plays left field all the freaking time. He played left field most of last year. I think, honestly, more than he played second. Well, no, no, he didn't play more than second. That's, sorry. But, I mean, he played, short, he played left field more than he played shortstop or third. So, I don't, it, people are just stupid. They just people get scared and they make irrational statements. Yeah, and that's all it is. It's emotional. It's dumb. It's dumb, and it needs to stop. Um, Nolan Arenado. So the BAFIBs, yes. Oh, Arenado gets two thumbs up. 
I don't even know what that means, but I, I've been called that once. Best fans in baseball. Oh. I hate that. Uh, 27 games, four home runs, a 184 batting average, um, 255 on base percentage, 367. His average was 184? Yeah, in the month of May. This is not all around. This is just the month of May. 622 OPS. Uh, Four home runs, though. So that's not good, Arenado. He had an amazing uh, April, but dude, you gotta you gotta figure that out. Well, I know I knew he had an over seventeen streak in there. Um, they just broke on either Sunday or Monday. I can't remember. And so I knew he was struggling, but man, I didn't realize the average had dropped that low. Yeah, I really didn't. Well, this is only for the month of May. Well, yeah, I mean, like I yeah. didn't oh, realize okay. it was that it was low. that yeah. low for the month of May. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's disappointing. But um, you know how much he hates to be le- less than great, so he will get that fixed. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna turn around in June. I guarantee it. I know he's pissed off. Uh, Brendan Donovan. Uh, I'm gonna have him as my le- uh, left fielder because I don't think O'Neill really played enough at the left this month. Twenty three games. Uh, 61 plate appearances or at-bats, um, one home run, nine RBIs, 311 batting average, uh, 440 on base uh, percentage, 459 slugging, 899 OPS. Pretty good. I like him. I I, I was not – I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who he was at the beginning of the season, and I wasn't – I was like, I'm not really – in on this guy, I'd rather have. I don't want him playing second and then being like, "Oh, we don't need Nolan Gorman. We have Brendan Donovan." But I really like this Brendan Donovan guy, and um, I think he's a. I don't think he's a knockoff Harrison Bader. I think he's Harrison Bader three point because Harrison Bader is only a point five. And speaking of the devil, we're gonna get in on this. Right here. For the month of May. Oh, I hope he has a. I mean, he did just have a 10 game hitting streak. Okay. Let's see 23 games, 92 plate appearances, 24 hits. League and stolen bases. uh, Four home runs. Good job. 261 uh, batting average. Eh. 13 RBIs. 274 on base percentage, 402 slugging, 676 OPS. I hate Harrison Bader. I hate oh, him. here we go. Here I hate him. Go. I hate him. I can't stand his stupid smugness. I can't stand his offense. I can't stand that everyone only wants to talk about his hair or we don't pay him for his offense. We pay him for his defense. And at the beginning of April, when the worst player on the team was Paul DeYoung, I was like, you know what? I can handle Harrison Bader. But now that Paul DeYoung's off the team, I can't handle Harrison Bader. 
I couldn't handle him in 2019. I couldn't handle him in 2020. I couldn't handle him in 2000. I, okay. I could handle him in 2021. He, he had a comeback year, but he just, he just, ref, I don't know what it is about him, but he just refuses to take a pitch. He's like Yadier Molina of the, of the outfield and not nearly as good, not prime Molina. Not, this is like Molina from like, like 2020, where he was just awful, awful, awful. Oh or 2021. I just don't like it. You are lucky I am not sitting next to you, or you would have the biggest Will Smith hand smack imprint oh. across your face. Oh my gosh. You can't tell me that you're, you're okay. Like these, I get, I get. He, well, I've said it before. Typically, his offense, his, his terrible offense gets offset by his great defense. But you gotta be, you gotta do better. And it's not even like he's not even trying with the, with the hitting. It seems like, like tonight, he just swung at like the pit, first pitch hold on, hold on. that was like ten feet over his head. Twenty four hits in twenty three games is what you said. Hold on, hold on. Um, let's see, ninety two at bats, twenty four hits, twenty three games. Yeah. Okay, 24 hits in 23 games. He's got 13 stolen bases on the season. How many stolen bases does he have? This Seven stolen bases? Okay. He's leading the NL in stolen bases. Yes, he may not make contact every time, and yes, he still may be a little bit of a wild swinger, but he produces. When he gets on the bags, he's dangerous. He forces catchers to make yes. bad mistakes, and he forces pitchers to not make good pitches. He is a valuable asset. Is he everything we want him to be? No. Is he perfect? Far from it. But he is fantastic on the base path. He's average at the plate, and that's all we need him to be. If if Arenado was hitting better in the month of May, you wouldn't even be complaining about Bayer. No, I would still be complaining about Bayer. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't – I mean, hate is such a strong term for a kid who has so much passion for the game – who loves playing in St. Louis. The fans love him. They love him for his hair, and they're mostly women. Or Who cares? They spend money. Yeah, that's true. I don't care. I don't see any of the money. I don't care about that. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the attendance. I do. I know you do. The higher attendance range and more money means they, they can, if needed, spend more money on the roster. If they if, even though we know Mo is cheap. What if what if they get so much money this year, like a gazillion dollars? I don't know how much. I haven't paid attention to how much money they make, but they still don't get Trey Turner, huh? What's your plan then? <laughs> then they better get somebody who's just as good as Trey Turner or fill the gap as much as Trey Turner. And let's be honest, if Gorman comes up and starts playing good defense at second, do we really yeah. need Trey Turner at that point? No, I'd rather go get Juan Soto. I don't know. I, I like. I think. I think I'd rather have Trey Turner. I was thinking about this the other day because I was going to bring it up. I was like, I think I'd rather have Trey Turner than Juan Soto. What? Yeah, you're out of your damn mind. Listen, you're out I, of your mind. I know. I. I just. I think. I think he fits the Cardinals better than Juan Soto does. I agree with you. Because what is it that the Cardinals love right now? They love speed defense, and small ball. 
And that's what Trey Turner brings. Juan Soto can't, I don't, I think if he ever goes to another team, he can't do, I don't think he can play outfield again. I think he's just not good. He did make a really good play the other day. I was like, wow, I'm pretty surprised. But um, yeah, I just, I, I think Juan Soto is just a DH now. He's definitely going to be a DH whenever he hits his 30s. Well, yeah, that's anticipated yeah. with yeah, yeah, yeah. the best play vision of our generation. Yeah, he is. He is. I mean, you've sold me on Soto at this point. So you can't sit here and knock me now that I'm saying I'd rather have no, Soto. No, I'm not knocking you. I, I Listen, if we if we announce tomorrow that we got uh, Juan Soto, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd go up and start, like, taking my clothes off and dancing with tequila shots on me. But, um, yeah. I, I, I'm, if Nobody you had, wants to see that. If you had – Come on, ladies. Hey, no, uh, <laughs> no. But if you if you help, like, put a gun to my head and said, in one hand you can have Trey Turner, one hand you can have Juan Soto, I think I, I think I'd give it to Trey Turner. Okay, fair enough. But um, yeah, and I, I know that I've just been talking about how great Juan Soto is, and Juan Soto, if you're watching, I'm looking at the cameras. You see, I still love you, baby. Daddy still loves you. Go to the Cardinals, baby. Okay. Um, guess what? You want to say it, or do you want me to? Not time for our next break. Sponsored by, unofficially sponsored by Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Bush Orange. Mmm. Feel the orange juice. Bush lights. Feel the artificially orange going through your veins. Yeah. I, I think this was my last can of limited edition honey beer. Well, that's in the back of the fridge. Decided to drink it. Well, that's very sad. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages that I'm not going to show. I think. I don't think. Oh, recording. Oh, sorry. I don't think they do love the glove. I mean, I think they do love. They the glove, love the glove. They love the glove, but it's just like, eh, is the glove really that important? So welcome back, everybody. Since we totally didn't welcome everybody back. Oh well, well, I wasn't gonna even, I wasn't gonna start yet. I was just saying, I. That, oh okay. But I mean, we can start. We're started. <laughs> We're back. Obviously, uh, we didn't really say much after we went on break, um, but whatever. Um, let's do Nolan Gorman while we're here. Cause I, I don't even have a right fielder cause Carlson okay. kind of went out. Um, I would have done Donovan in right field, but well then who would have been left fielder O'Neal? No, then yep. Oh, yep. It's all right. Just flip them. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, um, yeah. Uh, Nolan Gorman in 10 games has three, uh, 387 batting average, 472 on base, uh, 677 slugging, hot, uh, and a – where's his important one? The one that I can only care about. War. War. <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, little known fact, uh, Bruce Springsteen was actually talking about the stat war. Not, not, not yes, war. Yes, was around at his time. Yeah, he, he, I think war was around at his time. Was it? I don't know. I don't uh, know. But, yeah, he wasn't talking about Vietnam. He was talking about, he's got a 
1.150 OPS. But he can't play major league pitching. How many strikeouts does he have? I want to hear that. I'm going to guess seven, six. Oh, my gosh. I don't like I don't like fan graphs at all. So we've been talk- using baseball reference all year and you've switched to fan. Well, uh, fan graphs has, has a better uh, monthly split splits. So that's why I was using them today. Got you. Okay. So there was a reasoning. Yeah. You are forgiven then my friend. Yeah. Um, he has, he has 10 strikeouts and 31 at bats. Well, but, he's right on average with what he was doing in the minors. Yeah. Which is but, good I mean, because we all thought he was going to go up in strikeouts. Yeah. He's got a 232 OPS plus, by the way, also. Hot. I love it. Born in 2000. He's definitely also. hitting better than I thought he was going to. God, he made me feel old. May 10th. Um, but yeah, he's, he's doing really well. It's almost as if being a number one prospect was like meant and like doing really well in the minors was actually gonna do meant he was going to do well in the majors. It's so weird. It's usually what it's supposed to mean. Isn't it? <laughs> well, apparently not a we like Bader, but we don't want Nolan Gorman. He he strikes out like anybody who said that. And I'm gonna oh man, you know you saw you saw all those Cardinal fans. You saw all those Cardinal fans talk about how Nolan Gorman was gonna crash and burn in the majors. And I'm glad to be able to laugh in their face. I'm gonna I'm gonna do another hot sports opinion as I'm pulling up uh Yepez's stats. Oh, by the way, what do you think of Nolan Gorman's uh Month so far. Oh, I give him two thumbs way up uh, offensively yeah. at least. Um, I I want to see. I mean, let's be honest. He was a third baseman. They're converting to second base. Yeah. Uh, you only have one season at second base, so he's made a couple of errors um, being up with the big boys. That's expected. Uh, he they're not errors that are they're not errors that are costing us games. At least not that I can recall off the top of my head. Um, they have been a couple of bad ones. There was really really bad throw to first. Um, I know he's had a couple of bobbles or misplays on ground balls or whatever. So um, I think that'll get, he'll it'll come with time. He'll get better and better. I think he has the potential to be a good second baseman. I don't think he's gonna be a Gold Glover like Tommy, but I we didn't need him to be a Gold Glover. I need him to be better than average and be solid and turn to play. Yeah, I mean, we didn't think uh, Colton Wong was gonna be a Gold Glover, so but I mean, he was so. Uh, I think whenever Jose Akindo or uh, Pop Warner or Stubby Clap get a hold of him, just get it, be able to have a whole off season with him and a spring training. I think that's going to be really do him a lot of work, uh, well, or do him wonders. Or he's it's gonna he's gonna be, benefit from it. Um, but my hot take is going to be: look, I do not believe strikeouts are the worst kind of. Like, I don't think strikeouts are as bad as people think. I I think, like, I think strikeouts, like, people are, are, are always like, oh, he strikes out a lot. Well, okay. Is he grounding into double plays a lot? 
is he swinging on the first pitch and uh, and grounding into double tip plays? Like I think double plays are a lot worse than. And no, I'm not calling out Yadier Molina. Oh, I haven't even talked about Yadier Molina this month, um, or Harrison Bader. Um, but I'm just saying, I think there are a lot worse kinds of outs than strikeouts. And I think if your stats are good, then if he, it's it's like Joey Gallo. I I say this all the time. Joey Gallo is a weirdo when it comes to the stats. He strikes out a crap ton. Like, um, like horror, like he got, he's got like a hundred, like 170 strikeouts in 2021 or something like ridiculous numbers but he's got great uh OPSs he's got a great on base percentage he's got a great slugging i don't think sl- i don't think strikeouts are as big a deal as people make it out to be what do you think i think it depends on the team so i think a strikeout can be detrimental a guy who strikes out a lot or excessively at least can be detrimental to a team. With the team we have now, when we get guys on base, we have really, really good base runners. If you go up and you strike out two times a game, I'm going to have a problem with that. I would much rather see you hit a pop fly way deep into the outfield where these our runners can advance when there's less than two outs um, and give us a chance to, to you know, make a play. I prefer the line outs because anything can happen on the line out. I, I prefer the ground ball to second base because anything can happen on a double play. The ball can get dropped at second, get overthrown at first, it can pull the guy off at first. So, I mean, I don't think strikeouts are as detrimental as, as what they've always been believed to be, but I, I don't think I can go as far as you when it comes to a strikeout because I don't want to see a guy sit, go to the plate and strike out 35% of the time. No, no, I mean, me neither. Uh, no, it's a waste of good talent. Me either. I, I, I'm not saying that – sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I do want to say it real quick. I don't think it's like – I don't. I'm not saying strikeouts are good. I'm just saying I don't think it's as bad as people are saying it is. I think I would rather have a guy strike out when he's taking at least three pitches um, than – We've got to take three and, pitches strike out. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that instead of like a pop-up yeah. where – where you could you could pop out at the first pitch, where at least with three right, pitches, with at least three pitches, you're wearing out the uh, pitcher. Um, I just don't think it's as bad as people are saying. So, but yes, continue. No, I mean I, I, I would tend to agree with you on that side of it. I just um, if he if he was striking out at, at a forty plus percent rate right now, I wouldn't be as high on him. Um, the thing that makes me happy about where he's at. And like I mentioned earlier, we all thought he was going to jump to a 45%, 50% strikeout guy. Well, he hasn't. He's still staying around that 30 33%. As long as he stays there in his rookie season, I'm fine with that. He has to get used to the pitchers up here. Hitting pitchers in the MLB is a lot different than hitting pitchers in AAA. So, I mean, as long as he stays on the track he's on now, which we know that's not going to happen. He's not going to be hitting 232 OPS plus all season. If he keeps it above 100, 125, I'm a happy guy, you know, and I, I, more importantly to me, and I know you don't agree with me on this, I need to see his defense improve. If his defense improves, he makes less and less mistakes as the year goes on. I, I'm super happy with our infield. Like, I, I, I think we can make a run, especially if Carlson comes back and if Tyler O'Neill can find his swing and he gets back to playing the form he is. 
the Dodgers don't scare me. If yeah. we get all that back. That's yeah. a lot of ifs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Stevens improve. I just don't need to – I don't want his defense to become, like, the main focus of everybody. I'm like, hey, Albert Pools was a good defender, but he wasn't the greatest, so – but he's he still – yeah, it was what once I think maybe, maybe twice. But like, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, they they weren't like, oh, we need to get rid of Albert Pools. I mean, he was the greatest right-handed pitcher of like the millennium. Uh, or not pitcher yeah. player. But let's be honest, he always had a good third baseman when he was with us. We always had a good shortstop. We always had a second baseman. The balls were getting yeah. down. He didn't have to work really, really hard either. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't have to – I mean, oh, my gosh, Eddie Garantari, I love him. Um, anyways, but uh, Juan Yupez, who what's happening? Oh, boy. Oh. I feel a little threatened right now. Like, so... Oh, boy, I love Juan Yupez, man. I love Yuppie. Okay, I thought you were yes, like – that's what I call him. I call him Yuppie. I thought you were making fun of me with your, oh, boy. No, I wasn't. 23 games, 87 at-bats, four home runs, 14 uh, or eight RBIs, uh, 276. Um, 276 batting average, 340 on-base percentage, 460 slugging, 800 OPS. I like him. I, he's really great. Uh, I wish he started off the year with the club, but um, he didn't. So there's that. I give him a thumbs up. He's kind of cooled off a little bit. Um, I realized, I was like, he could be rookie of the year if he plays enough. I think he has to have 500 at-bats, at least. I don't even know on that, man. I'm not maybe, guess. maybe four. I want to – I think maybe four. But, um, yeah, he's uh, he's doing really well. Um, and there's – I mean, other than Seiya Suzuki, he's – Probably the only uh, uh, rookie on there who could be uh, rookie of the year. So look for him. First rookie of the year since Albert Pujols, speaking of the devil. Um, I give him a big thumbs up. Good job, Yepes, or Yepi, as we're now calling him now, apparently. Um, Yadier Molina. Fifteen games, fifty-four plate appearances, uh, fourteen hits, two home runs in May, set uh, nine RBIs, two walks, eight strikeouts. Uh, it doesn't say how many times he swung at the first pitch into a double play. Um, I don't think he's done that much in May, to be honest with you. That's probably that's probably true. Actually, I haven't noticed it. Um, two fifty nine batting average, two eighty six uh, on base percentage, four twenty six slugging, and seven twelve OPS. So he's about average. Um, he's not playing as much. Take it. Yeah. So, um, but hey, he's probably the only guy you don't pay for his offense. You pay him for his defense. So. And he's not—he's not doing bad this year. Uh, he's got a little bit more pep in his step, it seems like. 
And that is the only time you're ever going to hear me talk good about Yadier Molina today. We have it on video, folks. I know, right? On the uh, internet forever. Yeah. Um, but Andrew Kisner in two th- uh, in May, uh, 17 games. What? Hold on. What? I want to say something there. Oh, gosh. You, you, you know I'm one of the biggest Yachty. Thanks. Oh. Uh, you know I'm one of the biggest Yachty fans out here. Um, I love the guy. I always have. There is something about him right now that grinds my gears. Tonight, if he would have ran the, would have ran hard on his second to last at bat because the infielders screwed up with the ball, he would have been safe at first. Oh no, he doesn't hustle. No, he doesn't hustle at all ever. No. Unless it's the ninth inning and he has to have it, he yeah. doesn't run. If he would just run at seventy percent, even, yeah, he would put more pressure on the on the on the, on the infield because I feel like when he hits in the, the the shortstop, a lot of times they know that he should be an out, and they end up rushing. Yeah, and they end up mishandling the ball or making an awkward throw, and. He'd be safe if he would just run around a bat. Yeah, he. I love uh, you, Yachty, but... Yeah, he. Yeah. I, I I've talked about this before, but there was a game in the uh, against the Reds where he swung it and he didn't even run. He swung the ball, went straight to the second baseman. He didn't even run, or he wasn't running even hard. It wasn't even jog. It was just barely even a like a gallop trot. Yeah, it was just trotting. And the second baseman dropped it and he fumbled it a little bit. And he was, he like, he stopped, he wasn't even going to throw it because he thought, oh, well, Yachty's already on first. He looked up, Yachty's like not even halfway to first. And he threw it to first and got out of the inning. Uh, I think the Cardinals ended up losing that game. But I was like, Yachty, dude, I understand. You, you're bending over for 15 years, 16 years, or whatever. But dude, you gotta, you gotta be better. You gotta at least hustle a little bit. If not, you can't be bad. I mean, you gotta. I mean, gosh, it's yeah, it's infuriating to see Yachty sometimes. Um, but he is having timely hits right now, which I know his average isn't where we wanted to be. But he is ha- when he hits the ball, they are timely hits. Yeah. So uh, that's the only thing I want to interject there. Sorry. No, it's fine. I just, yeah, he's infuriating, but he's got his moments. Uh, 17 games for Andrew Kisner, uh, 46 at bats, 11 hits, no home runs, four RBIs, five walks. I like that. Five walks, 239 batting average, um, 340 on base though. Nice. Uh, 261 slugging. Uh, 600 OPS, uh, um, not great, but I think that's one of those things where he's not getting consistent at-bats. If he got consistent at-bats, we'd see more um, like we did in April. Um, he's, still he was, hitting, he's still getting more at-bats than Yachty, though. Yeah. Yeah, if we – yeah. Um, so that's that's a little concerning at the catching spot because he's supposed to be 
Yachty's replacement. If not him, it's going to be Herrera, and Herrera's not even in the big leagues. He came up and didn't even get in a bat, so um, that's depressing. Um, so that's m- most of the team. I don't want to do the backups. I don't want to do Albert. I don't want to do Corey Dickerson. I've talked about Corey Dickerson enough. I want to be happy today. DFM. Yeah, we got to – I think you just Well, hold gotta, on. We don't want to talk about Dickerson, but let, let's talk about this real quick because I want to talk about going forward in June. Yeah. Um, this is the only real thing I really wanted to cover on the episode tonight. Yeah. When Carlson comes back and when O'Neill come back, something has to be done or Gorman – or Yepes, or Donovan have to go back to Triple A. Yeah. TFA Dickerson. It has to be. I mean, you're you're not sending Yepes down. You better not send Gorman down. Don't want to send Libertor down. You're definitely. I don't think you can. I mean, we're not with the shape the pitching staff's in right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, and then there's no reason to send Palante down. Unless there's another young guy in the bullpen that I'm not thinking of, like Walsh or somebody who's in there right now, who you could send down. Because you're going to have to trim another pitcher eventually, I think. Um, and then we have to get back down to June yeah, 15th, say the June. I think. Yeah. We got to get down to 13 I, pitchers. We so. just talked about it too. Um. You know, what do you think happens? Who, who do you think we get rid of or, or I, I, put down I, the minors? I think it should be, and I think with Ollie Marmol, this is something that I'm really liking about Marmol, is he's not afraid to get rid of somebody. I mean, I am willing to bet that he was pretty influential in sending Paul DeYoung down. Um, It's either him or it was – it's – it's the front office just really like saying, listen, this is the year that we really want to win. This is the year. Um, even though they didn't show it in the off season, but this is the year that we really want to win. So we're not going to, we have to take every month seriously. We don't want to have um, an April and a May and even a June, like we have the last couple of seasons, like since 2019, where we lose one game or we win one game and then lose three. So I think, I think they're going to, I think they are going to get rid of Dickerson. I think Dickerson is just not the answer. I think the fact that he's not getting consistent at bats is hurting him. I think it's hurting the team having him be a roster spot. Um, I think, I think, I think new bar is probably going to get sent down too. Um, if they have to do that, I don't, I think they would have to do that when O'Neill. They may they may want to trade Newbar. I, I would I would use Newbar as trade bait. Yeah, um, but I mean, I also think if you really like Donovan, I think the conversation. I, I believe eighty eighty five percent that Brendan Donovan there's a conversation going on in the Cardinals clubhouse or the front office uh, with Ollie Marmol, Mosellac, Gersh, where they're saying, Hey, would we rather have a future with Brandon Donovan or Tommy Edmond? Whether the answer is we'd rather have Tommy Edmond or, or not is not even 
like a discussion. I like, I don't think, I I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a toss up, but I think you should trade that guy. One of those two too. Also. Especially, especially if you are going into the off season, looking for a Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts. I think I, I, I honestly, this Tommy Pham trade thing, I, I said it and it's just been like inception. It's been growing inside of my head. I think, I think Tommy Edmond might be on his way out. Not that he's done anything wrong. He's been really good for the Cardinals the last three years. Um, with the exception of last year, I think he was terrible for the Cardinals. Yes. He won a gold glove, but still, um, but I think, I think we could trade for him for a pitcher, trade him for a reliever. I know I, it's, it's weird trading away a good guy, but it's like, it, I mean, if Brendan Donovan is doing as well as he's been doing, now, obviously, this is not going to happen right now. Um, but, I mean, I mean, with Tyler O'Neill, Carlson coming back up, and these are your future guys. So, but anyways, I know, I know, you're hurting right now. You're you're so dumbfounded. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. And you froze. Um, I trade Donovan. I did. Yeah, I think it's just my Yeah, I saw that. Um, but no, Edmund. I can't get rid of Edmund. Not unless you're getting top tier talent back. Sorry, and nobody's gonna give us top tier talent for him. And I'm talking one for one, no prospects. Yeah, well, right now is one of the best leadoff guys in the league. Hands down. Yeah. You, uh, you, you can't get rid of him. We need him right now. It would have to be a one-for-one one trade. I'm trying to think of a pitcher. For Edmund. I don't think Montez would – or I don't think the A's would want Tommy Edmund. No. No, no. They they'd want minor leaguers. Um, the White Sox. I'm telling you, I think they might be sellers. I think Mariners are going to be sellers. I think the White Sox are going to be sellers. I haven't looked at the. I don't think I haven't looked at the Mariners, but I would I would say they probably are still buyers. I think even well, they're nine games under 500. I know, but I think even if they were losing, I think they're kind of like the uh, Cubs. Um, even if they were losing, they're still going to be buyers. Um, not necessarily big buyers, but buyers. Because I think I think the West is still manageable. Um, just like the East. Uh, but... I don't know. I I think the White Sox, we could get Dylan Cease, Lucas Giolito, maybe. Lucas Giolito and Jack Flaherty are best friends. Yeah, but Flaherty's not sticking around. Everybody who in St. Louis knows this. As soon as Flaherty's contract over, he's gone. May not. He ain't. 
you want to place a small wager on this one? No, I don't. <laughs> just, I just, I'm just saying, I, I, I would not be, uh, I would not be shocked if he stayed. I but, would be if he stayed. Maybe I don't know. He doesn't love St. Louis. He doesn't love the Cardinal way. He he's a he's a very very good athlete. He's a really good pitcher when he's healthy. When he's healthy, which is rare. I wouldn't say rare. I mean, this season and <laughs> like the end more of he's been healthy. I'm looking at this now. You done this up, man? Up. You, you, oh, you done? You done? Messed me up now. You just lost your light too. I oh, did. It's back. Yeah, sorry. My I my HDMI thing went out or cord fell out off my TV. Um, let's see. Jack Flaherty. Let's see. Let's see, he uh twenty games in twenty eighteen. Okay, thirty three in twenty nineteen. Oh gosh, I love twenty nineteen Flaherty. Uh, yeah, he was awesome. Nine games in twenty twenty. <laughs> okay, fifteen games in twenty twenty one. But I mean. How many games um, he pitched so far this year? I know, I know. I'm just saying, but I, I, I mean, like this is the first time in his career he's been really injured. I think, I think people over um, exaggerate. I don't even know where you are on this thing. Oh, there you are. Sorry, I. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I don't think he's been as injured as, I mean. He's he hasn't gone under. Um, I mean, he's last year was the only time, and that what he got injured in July last year. Something like that. Yeah, and wasn't able to pitch much, but um, I don't know. I hope he stays. I like Jack Flaherty. Um, I think if he got a contract extension, like it's. Obviously, I think he'd rather be with the Dodgers. I think that's his home team. Um, but I think he, I think he likes the Cardinals still. Um, but anyways, um, what do you think of the Cardinals so far? Is there anything that you're afraid of? Is there anything that you're loving? Well, kind of at the topic of hand, uh, the starting pitching still scares me a little bit. Um, the bullpen has some inconsistencies. The offense is starting to come around, um, so that makes me feel a lot better than where I was even two weeks ago uh, because we're playing against better teams right now, and they look like they're playing better. And and I shouldn't have been concerned two weeks ago because if you go and look at the statistics, Mr. Statman, we're one of the best offenses in the league. In the we're last the two weeks, yeah. I think so. I, I think uh, Paul Goldschmidt has something to do with that more than anything, really. But well, yeah, yeah. But anyways, but, but we're ma- we're starting to manufacture runs. We're playing a little bit of small ball here and there. Yeah. So um, heck, we even had a bunt the other day. Uh, Good job. Bunt. So, I mean, I'm okay with where the team is now. Check. We'll we'll, we'll have this conversation at the end of June uh, because we know the Cardinals struggle in June. So I'll be able to give you a little bit more of an accurate personal assessment, and I'll try to remove my fandom from it, to be honest. But um, 
you know, this this next couple of weeks is going to say a lot about the uh, the attrition of the team. Thank God, you know, we're, we're playing five against Chicago, and then we get to come home. We get to play against Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, thank God. Um, but you know, we got you said we got the Rays in there. We got Boston in there, and Boston's been hot as of late. So, yeah, thanks June, for the story. Yeah, June will definitely be more of a telling rat kind of ordeal. How are you feeling about the cards? Seventeen and twelve. The the addition by subtraction has been huge. I think you got rid of Paul DeYoung. Good. You add um, you add Nolan Gorman, which was really good. Matthew Libertor um, or getting rid of Matt's kind of helps actually. Um, Jordan Hicks being injured. Yeah. Um, I think this team is finally finding itself and I'm excited for that. I think we're going to have a better June than we did. A, uh, we had a better May, or a better June than we had a be- uh, May. Um, I'm expecting at least 20 wins. Cardinals need to stop sitting Gorman against left-handed pitchers. Stop it. Stop that. I don't like that. I get that the team is great against left-handed pitchers, but let's let's just see. Let's give them one game against somebody that's not like the great like a uh, Clayton Kershaw, like, I mean, put him against a left, a grid left-handed, but don't put him up like, but then don't use that as like the thing. You'd be like, oh, well, he went up against uh, Clayton Kershaw back in 2010 and like, or 2010 Clayton Kershaw. And uh, he's, he struck out all three times. Well, so what do you expect? Like, no, stop it. I'd like to see him give him, uh, like to see him, get a chance because he is your future second baseman. At least that's what the plan is. That's what they've been. That's what Mo has been saying. He said, Dylan Carlson and Nolan Gorman are the future of this team. Um, so I'd like to see more chances for him. They need to keep Libertor up. I'd like to see Angel Rendon come back up. Um, but anyways, I think we've been going for like two and a half hours feels like so um jesus yeah i know we've been going for a while so um it was a good episode i didn't bring i didn't bring any water no alcohol no nothing in here today um so i parched i'm gonna start talking like dumbledore or not dumbledore uh he who shall not be named from the Harry Potter, I don't know. I've only seen the movies once, but the one who goes Harry Potter, I've never seen any of them. The boy who lived, come to die. Gandalf the Great. Yes, that one. So I know Gandalf the Great's Lord of the Rings. I don't want to get crucified online for that. <laughs> I'm good enough for saying I've never seen Harry Potter. Yeah. 
I've I've seen it once and it sucks, monkey dick. Whatever, it's I'm worth too old for it. Yeah, um, I watched it when I was too old too. <laughs> Even though it came out when I was like prime age of like five, my parents were like, "That's witchcraft, and we don't do witchcraft. That's satanic." Anyways, um, I think that's it for us. Go Cardinals. I think I'm going to do a hot take on this and do more of a Tommy Edmund thing. I'm going to post it. I'm so looking forward to the hate. Anyways, uh, you're, and you're going to be there too. So y'all know Logan thrives off the hate mail he gets. Trust me. He loves it. I feed on your hatred. (laughs) I love it. Uh, The power. Okay. Well, I love you guys. Especially you, Josh. Look at you and your beard. Your luscious. Oh, I had a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. I had a girl the other day tell me I had a luscious beard, and it freaked me the fuck out. And I was like, oh. I like had a spasm right there. Oh, it was so weird. I don't know what Man, it was. She would have died to touch and see mine. Uh, yeah. Well, I almost shaved mine right on the spot. Like I almost got a spoon and just was like. Anyways, mm. anyways but no. uh. This might be getting trimmed because it's summertime now and it's hot out here in Missouri. Yeah, I had an old lady. So I tell- might. Oh, yeah, I had an old lady tell me that. Uh, I might go down a goatee or something. <laughs> she, uh, she told me, uh, you need to shave your beard. And I was like, why? She's like, because it's summer and it's too hot. And I was like, bitch, shut the fuck up, smoke some crack. Anyways. I'm sorry, I've, I've cussed like nine times today, ten times maybe. I'll say that's nine. That's nine. Uh, but I'm trying, people. I think last week I said like 30,000 F words. So. It's progress. Like it. I'll take it. It's yes, progress. I'm very progressive. So, anyways, uh, everyone, what is it? <sighs> Live long yeah. and watch some damn baseball. Oh, shit. That's a. That's a cuss word. You're okay on that because that's oh. part of our our thing. You're good yeah. on that. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Bye, Felicia's. <laughs>